0: And you know what the fuck it is? Aries really and Andy, you and the jerk. You know it's time to get this work. work. The real raw, gutter, uncut I cocaine, no political correction. Always sleep, only fuck know being a woke, know. We discuss politics and jokes. Cry we lit. There's levels to this shit. Um, hey, 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 what up? Um, listen, I think we mentioned this to you guys, uh, ahead of time, we gave you some time, Yeah, Uh, that way you could watch it. I I think Deidre, did she watch it? Deidre Ann Johnson? Yes, Somebody wrote wrote it. it. Okay. Because I know she wrote in about it. Um... Magnificent, magnificent, magnificent uh, documentary on Netflix. Uh, what was the guy's name? Jeffrey? Oh, where did I put it? I have all of it right here. Oh. On your phone? Yeah. But right uh, yeah. A, a, a documentary called Who We Are um, by, uh, I think he was a lawyer. Who We
1: Are, A Chronicle of Racism in America. And the narrator and the person
0: who put it together was... uh, Jeffrey right there. uh, Jeffrey Robinson. Jeffrey Robinson. There we go. And I know that when we were in uh, (coughs) Florida, Jacksonville, I had mentioned jokingly uh, that this was the all-star of I Hate White People. Uh, Because like I said, I've seen bits of, of stuff like this. Uh, information that I've gotten from stuff like this through various other documentaries but this one felt like it 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 encompassed it encompassed it encompass encompassed it all Uh, and again it's a chronicle so you know going from slavery to uh, present day I thought
1: he did it in a very intelligent and personal way yes it's usually one or the other this one
0: very well done. Right. Uh, and I don't, listen, I don't want to jump ahead because, you know, I, I don't, I don't listen, I, I I don't have a lot of notes, but I'm quite sure that based on what I have and what you have, we'll fill the book. Um, but I got to say, like, <laughs> the first thing that grabbed me uh, when he's talking to these three fucking idiots, uh, white guys with the Confederate flags, and they showed the, the car, the SUV drive by with a white lady yelling out the driver window. Yeah, honk, 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 honk. And <clears throat> these guys, man, uh, I, I've never seen a more punchable face because the part that kills me is even when Jeffrey was breaking down to him how the Confederacy had everything to do with being connected. Because the first the white guy goes, the Confederate flag had nothing to do with slavery. It's got, it's got nothing to do with the war. It had nothing to do with slavery. Um and then Jeffrey went to break down to him how I was connected through slavery, uh, through slave labor. Uh, and when the white guy uses the example of slaves were treated like family, which is why they stayed, and the brother made him look even more dumbfounded, and I, and I, and I, I meant to write it down, but he said something to the extent of, uh, well, that was the time, or something about the time. And he goes, any time. But basically, when he when he when he explained the connection between the war and Confederacy and slavery, you could just see how dumbfounded they just dumbfounded the guy looked. And you know, I I, I kind of put in my notes. Let me just see where I'm at here. Uh, it's amazing to me because you you could tell that this white guy, if you were to say to him, "Are you racist?" He would say no. Shook the black guy's hand when it was over and everything. And it's just amazing to me that even white people who claim not to be racist are so steeped in their own bullshit when it comes to what they think is the history and the Confederate flag that they stand behind it no matter how inaccurate or how dumb it makes them look. Even as this guy, from an educational standpoint, debunked his shit, gave him facts, broke it down. And you could see what the dude was like, duh. But you still stand behind that shit. But here's the question
1: that I have for you. And I agree with everything that was said. Uh, not with the white guy, with, uh, with the, the documentary, documentary maker. Uh, but do you understand why they still feel this way? Or what? Let me rephrase that. Do you understand what has been sold to them that they believe?
0: Okay. Ignorance is bliss.
1: No, no, no but it, but it's it steeped in reality. It's just that it, 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 it ceases to, it, it works its way around the main event, which was slavery. But it is about being able to succeed from uh, the country if they didn't agree with the laws. Um, or they didn't agree with the president. Succession was part of being able to succeed from uh, the union was was a right. And there was other things that were involved in it. Yes, there were but slavery was what it came down to the to the main one because that's the, that was the what drove the economy for, for the south so that's what they're missing but they're told this whole other thing and if you do research you'll understand why they believe things that are said to them cuz they do make sense but they don't get to the core issue so that's what they're missing they're missing the core issue i'm not i'm not defending them what i'm saying is You need to do do the research is to understand and to understand your enemies. And I'm not even saying that person is the enemy, but they are because they're misinformed. But once you understand them, then you can you can work to changing them. I'm not
0: I'm not so quite I'm not quite sure that's true. They don't they don't change if they don't want to change. I agree with that, but they don't even understand why they need to change. But this is going to my point. Okay. I'll give you that. It's been. It's it's what you were taught. It's ingrained. And, and, and in it's you.
1: handed down from generation right. to generation.
0: Okay. But once you are stated with, once you are presented with facts, the truth. Now, if you stay in that stupidity, now we have a problem. Okay, and then. To- and what I'm saying is, I have to believe that they're so into their own ideology and racism that even when the facts are presented, they still don't want to get out of it.
1: Well. That's also because of their belief structure. But here's the thing that I was going to say to what you're saying. It isn't about one d- debunking what they know because they're going to go back to what they've been taught and they're going to go back and look at it. And they're going to go, but we were taught this and they can find the truth in what they're saying, but it's not the reality. When uh, the musician who who uh, de uh, uh, derobes the Ku Klux Klan members, you know who I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. It isn't about one meeting and about de- uh, debunking it in one one conversation. This is something that if you are taught this over years, you have to. It has to be removed over a period of time. It doesn't just fall away. I am not defending them. I am. I'm giving a a, a way to change them. Is what I'm trying to say. Uh, and it, maybe it's not. Uh, maybe it isn't up to black folks to have to change these these thoughts and this rhetoric. It, maybe it's not. I'm just saying, to understand them sometimes makes it easier to go ahead and 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 counter their argument because they do have a belief system and a structure of the South. It's not what they. It's not what has been handed down. Some of it is. Some of it's straight up racism, dude. Some of it is. Some of them believe it and believe it all the way to the end. I'm saying for those that are what you said, that guy who says. No, I'm not racist. Is there is there something for him to learn? There's something for him to learn. He obviously uh like you said, he wasn't opposed to that to uh meeting a black man, shaking the black man's hand, being part of a conversation.
0: So he could
1: be changed. I'm not saying he would be. I, I, listen, I'm, I'm, I'm saying he could I'm, be. I'm
0: not saying that people can't uh be changed cuz again, the guy that derobes the Klansman, you know, I, I I know his story and I've seen that. Uh I remember when Oprah uh Back early on when Oprah first came to be, uh, she was kind of no different that much. She was no, she wasn't that much different from Phil Donahue's and all the other talk show hosts. Where some of some of it may have called it like cheap or tabloid or smut type interviews uh, until she, you know, found her found thing. her own legs. But but she had she <clears throat> showed a flashback of when she had on one of her earlier shows with two hardcore racist, like, you know, hardcore. And cut two years later, she had them back on and they were completely changed. Tearful, uh, remorseful, uh, embarrassed. So yeah, you know, yeah, people can change if they want to change.
1: People can also, and not only the change, but people can become informed. And that's where, that's what I was trying to get to. I think that these people are ill-informed. I think it's been passed down from generation to generation. They just believe this uh, openly like a blanket statement they just believe it it's not this it's that uh, but if they did their research if they went more in depth I think they would change their minds but I know people from the south that still believe that shit yeah
0: um, and, and people please I, I gotta again beg y'all for y'all's forgiveness because one thing that that's becomes a challenge with this podcast is the more time you put in the more episodes the more years that go by you are trying to make sure you don't repeat yourself too much. And then sometimes you just draw a blank and you go, did I say that? Did I, I'm not sure if I, so I don't want, I don't mean to repeat myself, but in certain circumstances, I think certain things have to be repeated. It's necessary for the conversation. So let me say this. And again, I, I, I said, uh, if I had a segment that I would call, I'm not saying that's what it is. I'm just saying, this is what it feels like. You know, when you look at all these murders of black people at the hands of police, constantly, and then you look at and I and I loved in the in the uh, in the documentary when Jeffrey says about how back in slavery they said something about if the slave were to kill his master, something about the felony. Do you remember that part? I do, but I, I'm not going to remember it working. Some about if, if, if uh, basically law enforcement uh, were to kill an, an innocent, unarmed black person, it, back then in slavery, it wasn't a felony if they were defending themselves. So it's still not a felony today. And the fact that these, these, these old ways and these old laws have, haven't been changed in any way, I just feel like, man, and I know people are hearing me say this and go, that's ridiculous. They couldn't even fathom that this could be a reality. That's, which is why I'm saying, I'm not saying it's what it is. I'm telling you what it feels like. It feels like to me that because white people are becoming the minority in this country and white people ain't fucking at the level that they need to for their own survival, that black people are purposely being killed to, to balance out the numbers. You know, the government, the, you know, the police force, the authorities are like, there's a secret mandate floating around. No one can prove it's not on a piece of paper. It's not legit in terms of here is the proof. There's no smoking gun. But, you know, it's a wink, wink and a hush, hush. Kill niggas.
1: You know, this is this is where when you said it feels like I'm just going to point out, I, I understand why it would feel that way. And we can see it. We can see it on, we see it on the news. But for that argument that you had, it's not like you, it's not like the black population is the second major majority and the first minority that's going to overtake this white population that you're talking about. It's Hispanic, it's Mexican, that is the next one, and so therefore, in your theory, they would have to be killing more Mexicans, and that's not happening that way.
0: So I, I understand how you feel and how it looks. This is where, where, and and I promise you, I promise the listeners, and I promise you, Andy, this is this is not going to turn into one of them screaming matches because I'm going to put my best foot forward to make sure we don't go there. But again, when you bring up, there's more Mexicans in Mexican Mexicans don't have a history in this country with white folks that we do. No, that we we have we're the ones with the targets on our backs. So when you say that, again, you're being technical. You're being numbers. No, 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 no. I- you're, you're being technical. You're going technically in terms of numbers, Mexican Latinos are far outweigh you're being technical with numbers what the reality is Mexicans and Latinos don't have a history of bloodshed in this country the way we do at the hands of white people
1: I understand what you're saying to that but what I'm saying is what you're when you say the population it would be speaking on vote and control right?
0: So, this is uh, by it. it, So, you're basically saying, based on my theory, that really can't be the case because if it was about numbers and population, the Latinos would be the first in line. I'm saying
1: the idea would be all you have to do is convert Hispanics over because once you convert them over, it's still a population. They still control the, the, the populace, it's for voting for I'm talking about just for voting for getting laws enacted for passing things for control because we, if you're 13% and and white is still over 50% and it's changing uh th- th- that's not going to get you the control that's not they're not looking to remove those people for that reason i think it's more sinister than that i think it's more sinister than that explanation.
0: What's describing in terms of more sinister?
1: I think it's a fear, just a straight of fear, not about control, just a fear. Towards us? Yes. A fear of what? A fear of everything. Be more specific. Of what? I think that, I, you know, uh, there's a little part about Lincoln, you know, when you bring up Lincoln and, you know, his... Uh, that's, some later things, in, that's one of my notes. But, but, my but, but it, I'm not even taking from this. Uh, when you talk about things that he said, one of them was uh, that he wouldn't Basically, I, I'm paraphrasing. He wouldn't want a black person as his neighbor, and not that he was being uh, that he felt that that strife between the two before be, being once owned by and then next to causes uh, problems, and I problems in the fact that one you would think that why would you want it why would you want to be a neighbor of someone that used to own you or control you or have everything to do and and. and sought over you, the power over you. Um, And I think that there's still this this feeling today, and it's a guilt feeling, and then it's also a fear of because of that control and still trying to maintain the control that you talk about. Um, There's fear because I can't understand any other reason uh, why you can see it on on many different videos. You can see it on many different uh, newsreels why the reaction towards someone black doing something and the reaction towards someone white doing something is completely handled different by, the, by a white cops. I'm not even talking about, you could go back to states. I talk about states handling things different. I think some better training uh, in different states. But you can see it in in the fear of like this, the, the, the
0: first reaction is defense. It's not to uh,
1: de-escalate, it's defense.
0: Okay, so let's roll back then. When Farrakhan was on Donahue and he said, speaking to that fear, white people, your fear is that if black people ever come to power, we will do to you what your forefathers did to us. So now to my thing. So, okay, Latinos are the bigger number. But if Latinos got in power, they don't have a motive. If that was going to be the case... To do to white people what white people did to them, because white people didn't really do shit to them. Whereas if we get in power, hence what Farrakhan said. Yeah. So back to my shit. I'm not saying that's what it is. It's what it feels like, and maybe that's the reason. Maybe it's not because of uh-oh, black people are going to outnumber us. Maybe it's about power then. I, if they get in positions of power, I think it
1: is power structure. All I right, think I'll go the, for that then. I think it, I think it's definitely a power structure, and because of uh uh, and and what you said is true. Uh, where was the Hispanic community attacked the same way the black community? It's not at all. So there's a rallying cry in in I think that you could, you could demonstrate in the black community to go ahead and proceed to beget in positions of power where you don't see it from the Latino community in the same way. And if that does happen, that's where I guess that fear would come from. I, I do believe you're, I, I believe you're correct. I'm just saying that I don't think it's on that power structure. I think it's on not on the populace i think it's on involvement and getting into places but what i don't understand is to that idea from the white side not from the black side why would you cause why would you why would you attempt to cause this when you see this situation of course it's going to motivate people to go further and do more and become more political i don't understand why they would they would want to motivate this but they seem to want to motivate this they do things that motivate these actions of becoming more political and getting more involved and doing more to change the structure. Uh, uh, treating people fairly would be a way just to allow people who were really political to, to be into that field, but they're not doing it that way. They're, they're making people become political. I don't understand it. I wasn't trying to say it isn't true uh, what you're saying. I, I think there is truth behind everything uh, that you talk about. It's just that I didn't think that was the overall reason, but the power reason, the power structure, I do agree with that 100%. And, and, and it's, it's, it's from fear. It has to be from fear. I can't think of any other reason why it would be that way.
0: You know, uh, Patrice said again. I got to quote my man, Patrice. He said one of the greatest things ever. He said, you know, when you know the history of what white people have done to black people in this country and to a degree still do, he goes, black people, we should be trying to fly planes into white people every day, like 9-11. But we don't. And again, that's not the nature of us. That's not who we are. But based on the history, we should be trying to do that to white people every day.
1: But based on the history, and then you go back to the Civil War that you said, and this is the other thing that isn't said this way. There was a Civil War. And if it is about slavery, that meant half the country or half the... Uh, half the uh, well, I just forgot what it's called. The, uh, the, the union, the not the union, the uh, whatever, all the, what well, the colonies? Uh, when that war took place, half of them were, f- were fighting on the other side of that white people. Mm-hmm. So how you can't, when you say, it, I'm it goes, just,
0: yeah. I, yeah, I'm trying to, I'm trying to stay in a little bit of an order, okay. but, but, because I, well,
1: uh, I, I went back to Civil War because that's right. where it starts. That's kind of where we're, we're starting.
0: Um, but since you, we had already, you had already mentioned Lincoln, um, and I, I, I just went. Well, first, let me ask you the question before I make the statement. Because when you talk talked about all those monuments of slave owners and Confederate soldiers that were taken down, should the Lincoln Monument be taken down? I don't think so. Because, the, go ahead. No, go no, ahead. no. I want to hear. It. Go no, ahead. go Finish. ahead. No, no, no. You go ahead. There,
1: there's a difference between Lincoln and Confederate soldiers that were that were solely put up to let people know these. First of all, these Confederate uh, statues were put up after the Civil War, so their purpose was really to let people know that although uh, the South lost the war, we're going to remember it in this way, and we're going to let you know that although we might have lost you you're not we're still in charge right. and it's it's a way to keep people under control it's a way to people to show people that they still have power because that's what these monuments are too is to people that were definitely uh people like you said pro-slavery pro everything that was negative for black folks at that time that's what these monuments mean and that's why i said i don't think you should throw them away because then You can't remember your history, but I think they should be in museums. I don't think that they should be in a neighborhood that lets someone know uh, this is how we feel about you. These are the people that are important to us. Not you. These we're putting
0: statues up to these people. Seemed like Lincoln was pro-slavery, wasn't he? No. No, not at all. Was he racist?
1: I guess it's going to be how you define racism because uh, I'm asking you, do you think he was racist? No, I, I, to his standard of his day, no, he wanted he wanted to free, uh, he wanted to abolish slavery. He thought that that was the right thing
0: to do. But that's not why he did it. He didn't do it because he thought it was the right thing. He did it to save the union. He did it for a business decision. And he's again, even in this documentary, quoted, quoted yep. saying racist shit. So I'm gonna ask you again, do you think he's no, racist? Because there's a lot more Did we to, watch the same documentary? Yes,
1: but there's a lot more to that story that doesn't get done in that documentary.
0: Okay, so if, even if you put in what you talk about doesn't get done, he said racist shit. He did not free the slaves because he believed slavery was wrong. He did not do that for that reason. You're using what was
1: used in that documentary. There's more writings on Lincoln that describe Lincoln for who he really
0: for who he is. Okay, can we can we agree on can we establish first? He did not free the slaves because he was against slavery. That's very critical. He freed the slaves, and this just doesn't get said in this either. He freed the slaves to keep the British out of the war. Okay, that's that has that is not the same as he freed the slaves because he did not like slavery. He
1: did, but there is writings where he is against slavery and he did want slavery abolished. There is different things that are said. They counter that, but if you read all of it, and uh, the one who really knows more about this, and I would like to put him on this podcast eventually, is Tim, and he'll speak to Lincoln. He has studied Lincoln very well, and he has
0: uh, he can defend this better than I can. Uh, okay, I'm going to read part of this. Lincoln and race, the great emancipator, didn't advocate racial equality, but was he racist? Uh, was Abraham Lincoln, the great emancipator, a racist? In recent years, some writers and scholars have argued that he was. They have reduced the complexities of his racial views to his belief support of the movement to colonize blacks in Africa. They have insisted that the Emancipation Proclamation was merely a military strategy, which did not become an instrument for social reform. They have argued that Lincoln was not quick enough to make the abo- the, the abolition Of slavery, a primary aim of the Civil War. They have suggested that abolitionists forced Lincoln to develop a higher moral agenda in conducting the war. They have argued that Lincoln was a white supremacist dedicated to the elevation of white society at the expense and the rights and the freedoms of black Americans. Uh, And then they go on to talk about this a little bit deeper. I just want to get. Hold on, hold on. Hmm. Shit, where is that part? God damn it. It's a lot here. I didn't want to read the whole thing, but there was one critical part that I saw. Um, oh, right here. Uh for some modern day observers, this is simple math. Lincoln lived in a racist society. He did not view blacks or socially as socially or politically equal to whites, and he was not an ab- abolitionist. Therefore, Lincoln was a racist. But is there more to Lincoln than this equation? So what do you want to that? Do You think he's a racist? No. Okay, so we saw two different documentaries.
1: No, we didn't see two different documentaries. I just seen So more. what you just heard there, that... No, no, that's, that's another opinion by another author who wrote, but did you, did you, have you studied the the writings of Lincoln? Do you know what Lincoln was about? Tell me, what was he about? He was about a lot of different things. Give me something. Don't just tell me One of them was he had to keep, he was trying to keep the union together. So right. you have to say things in a certain way that's not going to remove everybody from you. You have to try to keep uh, it together. That's he, called politics. That's called politics. He didn't have to put anything about emancipation in, and he could. it would have been easier for him to do it because part of the North wasn't for uh, the abol- uh, abolishing slavery because there was a financial matter to this too. He worked in the way to get things accomplished. Um, when you read and you study what he all his quotes, Yes, some of them do sound, frankly, racist, but at the time, would they have sounded racist at what he's saying, or would the people who actually were racist against even what he was saying at that time? Does that make sense? No. We're looking at it from- It it sounds racist, but- But it sounds racist today, but at that time, it might have sounded very anti-racist to the people who were racist and slave owners. Because it was still taking them away. As far as the colonize, colonization, there were colonies set up in Africa where they actually had, when when slavery came to an end, uh, or it shouldn't say to an end, when it, the Emancipation Proclamation took over, they did have people, I forgot how many thousands of people, of, of, of slaves, actually, former slaves, left this country to go back to Africa. There isn't an amount, and there was a movement for that. And and he I, he may have been part of that. I don't know. I know Andrew Jackson was part of that.
0: Okay. See, this this is why I suck because I again, history all at school. I'm not I'm not the greatest. But you said Andrew Jackson, the president.
1: He
0: was a, he was part part of what started colony a colony in Africa
1: to 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 take former slaves and return them to Africa. Return them to Africa. Yeah. That's a good thing, right? If, if Lincoln was doing would you say it was a good thing that he wanted to take uh, now people from the United States that are African-American and, and return them back to their homeland
0: where they're free? Yeah. Would I say that's a good thing? Yeah, it's a nice gesture. Some
1: people don't think it's a good thing because now he's removing people that have made that they've been here for hundreds of years, have family that's been here for hundreds of years. And now you're just going to send them back to Africa where they're not African as anymore. opposed to
0: staying here where it was so wonderful. I'm telling you what the what the theories and the writers are saying on both sides. Okay. Lose the theories and the writers and go with your gut. So you're telling me that if he goes, let's take these African people who were kidnapped, brought here to a life of hell and torture, return them back to there where there isn't hell and torture and they're free. Staying here is the better choice.
1: They were supposed to, they're supposed to be free here. This is after emancipation. So they're supposed to be free here. They're not, after spending 300 years here, are you African? Are you that same of that same tribe anymore? I don't, I, I don't. I, some people don't have any connection now. They were removed from that culture. They have no connection to that culture. Okay, so would you rather stay here under those conditions? I don't know. I'm not in those conditions, but some people wanted to stay. Others wanted to leave, and there was assistance in leaving.
0: I can't speak to this, I don't know, so you would you say that that was a noble thing, a good thing that Lincoln did was trying to do i
1: I don't know every detail to what Lincoln was trying to accomplish based on what you do
0: know that part of it. do you think that was a good thing? I don't
1: know how much he was involved in that. I just heard that thing about colonization right there, right. so I don't know, and you say Andrew Jackson tried to assist in that too. There was presidents that tried to assist in it, not for the better not for the betterment, betterment of black folks, okay. That's the thing. It wasn't for the better. It was better meant for white folks
0: not to have. Now you're filling in the important blanks as opposed to what you normally do, which is you speak and you don't put in the important parts. And now I'm going off of what you're saying. Mm -hmm. But when you add that part, big difference. It is a big
1: difference. Okay. But that is, those are just the facts that are out there. I need Tim because Tim has so much more. He's studied and researched Lincoln like I don't know anybody else that has. And he will be able to answer these questions. But he talks about speeches where he went uh, to Congress and and berated Congress for uh, sl- for for slavery for to get to where they where he was when uh, slavery was abolished. Did you leave
0: him a text message? Yeah, I did. Oh, you did? Yeah. I did. Um, yeah, I just you
1: know. But you're going off this and and one thing. There's mu- there's much more to read and more knowledge to uh, absorb. I don't have it all. I'm honest. I don't have it all.
0: I, I I just don't know how you can, to some degree, be both ways and considered one kind of way. Well, it's, it's, So it's it sounds like to me what you're saying is because Lincoln may have done X, Y, and Z, no, he's not a racist. But yet there are things stated and quoted by him which are clearly racist.
1: Okay. And then this is the point. In that time when he was president, Things that you're taking that sound racist today, might not have sounded racist then. It might it might have sounded against slavery because these people were people wanted to remove Lincoln. He was going. He caused it was this war. It was the division of the north and south. He he was he was advocating for the abolition of slavery. So all of this happening. Is against, his, is against slavery in the first place. So what you're saying might have sounded racist at that particular time. It might not have sounded racist. It might have sounded pro moving forward without slavery, but it doesn't sound that way today because today it's either yes or no. But at that time, he was breaking all kinds of rules of what was happening in the United States at the time to keep people in slavery, in bondage. To keep people in it. He was breaking those rules for the people who wanted to keep people in bondage.
0: Now, listen, just just let's be and, real. And I'm just saying, and I'm just saying, what was his motive behind?
1: It? He wanted to abolish slavery. It wasn't something I, I, that he felt know. was here.
0: But but let's well, why though? But that's what I'm saying. Why did he want to do that?
1: There was a lot of people who were against slavery.
0: Why did he want to do it?
1: I, I well. There's a, many different reasons why he wanted to do it. I am telling you the reason that he announced it after one victory that the North had against the South was to keep the British from coming to fight for the South because the South was doing business with Britain. They liked the South. They liked the South more than the North, but they had already removed slavery from uh, their land, so there was no way they could come and support the South. So it was a, there is a move to do that as well, without a doubt that, that it was a very important reason to business business.
0: Okay. Not because he thought blacks shouldn't be enslaved but that, when he has been quoted as saying that blacks are inferior.
1: There's lots of quotes from him. I, I'm just saying that doesn't make him a racist. He was, he went, uh, blacks are inferior. It doesn't make him a racist. No, It doesn't. That was the thought that was <laughs> at that particular time. That might've not been the most racist thing that anybody could say. I'm not giving it a pass. I'm looking at you. It- absolutely, are no, I'm not. You absolutely because are. I know other things that he've said when okay. he went to the Congress and he he was and he
0: was passionate and put together. So a- far, what we know from what you're saying is that he did what he did for business reasons, not because morally he thought it was wrong. And when you and when you compound that with, he's quoted as saying, "Blacks are inferior." What about that does smell racist to you? That was his, I don't even
1: know if that was his philosophy. Do you have that quote for Yes, me? I've read okay. a quote before okay. when he said blacks okay. are inferior. Okay. I don't know what that came from. I don't know what speaking what point does, that was. Uh, what, yeah, what, it makes what does a it difference matter? it makes a
0: difference who you're talking to. What does it to. matter? It makes a difference. If Andy, if a white guy said to me, Yo, I believe that black people are inferior. And the only reason why y'all shouldn't be slaves is for a business reason, not because I morally think it's wrong, because if you morally thought it was wrong, then you wouldn't feel like they're inferior. Your heart and your mind is all in the right place.
1: Okay, here's a few things, though, to put into this to the context. You said that the Civil War was about slavery.
0: You did or you didn't? I'm going off the documentary.
1: Okay, so was the Civil War about slavery?
0: Jeffrey said that there were ties to it. I don't have the exact context. Okay, if it was about slavery and the
1: president at the time who was against it, that already says the direction that he's moving in. Whether you want to take these quotes and and not put in the other quotes, which I need Tim because Tim has a specific uh, time that he spoke to the Congress about Basically about this is how it's going to fall on your children because you're not uh, he he was passionate for the abolishment of slavery is all I can say from what I've understood from Tim. Uh, We've had this discussion several times, and he said this is a misnomer. that This isn't being uh, portrayed correctly. Uh, That doesn't mean that he was. Uh, All out. Yeah, I'm going to have black people come over my house. We're having dinner. We're high fiving. We're playing basketball. We're all hanging out together. That's not what who he is. That's not who he is at all. That's not who white people were at all. But his change, regardless of how much you support this, it was to
0: remove slavery. If a white guy ever tells me to my face that I'm inferior, I'm going to tell him, come on, man, I need more evidence from you that you don't like me. Because I'm black. Like give me some more quotes, brother. Give me give me something else. Tell me some other facets about your life that so I don't so I could take that and go, you know, I know you said that, but I know your heart is in a different you place. You also have to
1: know who he said it to. And it's important because trying to keep a union together, he might have had to say things that he doesn't necessarily agree with hundred percent. I don't know. I know what I've, I've I've know what I read, and it's not the same. And you have to read it all, and then put your own conclusions together. This is someone's conclusions that you're reading right now. I'm not against what you're saying,
0: I, and I think that there is. I, 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 I'm not. I'm telling you, the quote the quote that I read where he talked about blacks being inferior that wasn't somebody's conclusion. That was his okay, quote. That's
1: a quote a quote about black. Inferior. At that time, were they inferior in this country? Not, not because of who they were, because of how, what their placement in this country was. So you think that's what he meant? I don't know. <laughs> but I don't think that's what he meant, if you're asking my honest okay, opinion. thank you. I don't think that's thank what he meant. Thank you, thank you. But I think that he used what he needed to do to get what he wanted, and I believe that All wanted, politicians do that. He wanted to ab- abolish slavery. And it needed to be done, because frankly, again, more business- you couldn't continue to do business all around the world if you were going to, to be uh, slave owners in this country. You couldn't because there was a change going on where it was being removed from all the other countries that they wanted to do business with. I know that you're saying it's a business decision solely. I don't believe it was a business decision. And if So I,
0: you believe part of it was because he morally felt yes, I do it was feel, wrong? Yes, I do feel that morally he
1: felt it was wrong. It's where he grew up. The people that he grew up around in Chicago, there was a different... Uh, placement that he had in this country than than other people from the coast, that, from uh, up and down the East Coast that were president. All right. uh, there's more reading. I, I really wish I could get Tim on the phone. because yeah, me, he, me and you both. Well, we can have Tim on the podcast one day. We're going to have to have him for, one, for more than just this. We're going to have to zoom him in. Told me to cut you off, man, but we have to take a break. It's nothing personal. It's just business.
0: You know that time frame that he talked about, from whatever date to the whatever date, and he said there were four thousand lynchings in America, Um, and then they bled that into the killing of that guy, the 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 brother boiling, Uh, and they said that he was riddled with bullets. First they, I think they hung him, then shot him, then dropped him in a ditch. Because he was simply more successful than the white people around him. So out of spite and vengeance. Yeah. So, you know, to have a black man more successful than you. uh, And to be killed for that reason, because he was successful. uh, And the way they killed him. I just I remember there's a great that movie with uh, fucking Gene Hackman and Chris O'Donnell. Where Gene Hackman plays the, the ex, well, the, the Klansman, the Klansman who uh, blew up the building to kill the Jewish banker. But his wife and kids were in the building at the time. Not and he's is. on death row. And uh, Chris, Chris O'Donnell plays his nephew, who's trying to get him off of death row. And I remember he, Gene Hackman tells this story about how he watched, as a kid, he watched his daddy shoot and kill his black neighbor because the black neighbor had a horse and a cart. And he said his daddy told him, if you ain't better than a the nigger, then who are you better than? Um. And again, in, in terms of, you know, the, when you watch this type of shit, there's a rationale and then there's an, an emotion. Emotionally, as I'm watching this, there's something in me emotionally that's going... I hate white people. Y'all motherfuckers are so purely fucking evil. That's the emotion. But the rationale in me is going, you're upset. Clearly, for obvious reasons. But you know, not all white people are like that. Again, there were white people that helped black people in slavery. You know, when they cut to current day Black Lives Matter protests, George Floyd protests, see a lot of white people in the marches. So, again, I know not all. But when you're watching this stuff from an emotional standpoint, uh, that's how you feel. That's how you feel, you know? Um, not my concrete feelings, just the feelings of the moment. I get the same feeling.
1: And whether you want to put me in a white category or not, as my whiteness, it's, it's angry, frustrating, embarrassment, it's, I feel like my moral compass is is involved with theirs and that I'm weaker because of it. I feel the same thing. Now, it, now like you just said, it's not all white people, and it also depends on how you classify white people. I, I walk through the world white, so I, 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 I put it there on this. I don't feel that's true, but that's where I put myself. And as, as speaking on a white side, I feel my moral compass has been compromised by those people, and I'm represented by that. So, yeah, I feel angry. I'm upset, but I didn't have to suffer what black folks suffered in this country. So it, my, my little bit of upset and piddliness of, of feeling bad about it is just that. It's just feeling bad. I didn't have to take the repercussions of what it was. So I don't speak on it that way. And I do try to say when you say I I, I agree, not all white people, because I do know that white people have fought and made these changes because it doesn't happen without all of us working together. It doesn't. It didn't happen back then without everybody working together.
0: Yeah, I mean, and look, you know, to, to be to be completely fair, I mean, the same emotion that I'm hit with while watching those parts, you know, seeing black dudes hanging from trees and. Uh, the story about Mr. Boiling and how his daughter, you know, went to the ditch and saw her dead dad. Is the same the way that that hits me emotionally. Uh, the, the moment hit me emotionally when you know uh, the guy goes back to his school and uh, with his two white friends that he came up with, and the guy tells a story about how they went to go play a basketball game, an organized basketball game for the school at a gym in Mississippi and the guy told the one guy pulled the white guy aside and said, Hey man, you can't bring him in here. We don't allow blacks to play in here. And as they were on their way out, you know, he tells the white priest about what was, what just happened. And the white priest said, Oh no, that ain't happening. And they, you know, they ended up playing there. And clearly the black, the black guy didn't, Jeffrey didn't know that story until it was told to him. Just then. That day. That day. And when he starts getting choked up, they cut to the two white guys and the one white dude, lip is quivering, clearly. And he starts crying. So that, from an emotional standpoint, touched me where I went, you see, that's the rationale. You know, it's, it's, you know, you can't go all white people and damn all white people when you know there are white people that can be emotionally affected and mentally affected by that to the degree of black people. Of course not, but nonetheless they're affected. Okay. And in, in, in that, which you're going to say, but that
1: being said, and I appreciate you saying that, but then I say on the other side, which I also understand Muhammad Ali's quote. Muhammad Ali's what? Quote. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Just because you're standing and there's a, a, a what a thousand poisonous snakes coming and a right. hundred of them. I think I think it's a thousand. He said a thousand poisonous snakes are coming at you and a hundred of them are good and they don't want to bite you. That doesn't mean that you leave the door open so that they can all get in. There's a hundred that don't want to hurt you, but you have to take care of yourself. That means that there's right. still 900, 900 of them. So my right. question is, and this is where I think we can agree to uh, try to figure this out. And this is why I think we have the conversation. Is it... If, if it's a 1,000, when Muhammad Ali said it, is it 500 and 500 now? Is it uh, 600 want to do good and 400 want to do bad? Or is it 600 that want to do bad and 400 want to do good? This is what we don't know because I think we're, we don't speak our truths. And this movement where people are trying to speak correctly, I think has a lot more to do with understanding how to speak correctly, but not changing who you are as a person. And this is why it's confusing to me, because this whole movement of how we're going to talk and we're going to say things hides the fact of who someone really is. And that's my, uh, my gripe with this new movement of trying to be inclusive and be. But that's what you do on the outside. I want to know what you do inside your house. I want to know who you are at home. Right. right. Because that's what scares me, because I want to believe that we're, that we're better than that. But I just think we're being taught how to look better than that, not how to be better than that. Right. So this is this is this is very difficult for me. And again, like I said, it gets to me inside. It's embarrassing to me to have this conversation at times. I try, and I said this before, I try to hold it accountable for what it is. I'm not trying to change anybody's mind. I'm just trying to put everything out there that I know. And I don't know enough about what we where we just were. I do want to get someone on here who's gonna help us.
0: Go yeah, through. you listen. <laughs> y'all, y'all, excuse my ignorance, because again, you know, school wasn't my thing. You know, I dropped out, got my GED. Uh, I knew what I wanted to do, and I knew what I wanted to do in life. Had very little to do with what I could, what, what they was teaching in school. That that wasn't going to serve me. You know, unless I'm going to be on Jeopardy, and I got to answer a question about, you know, uh, 16th century England. You know what do what I need that information for, you know I, 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 unless I'm gonna be do something with math that is beyond addition, subtraction, multiplication, and division I don't know I don't even know about you know I don't know math shit, but the weird shit they teach you in math sometimes with the fucking with the plastic device that's not a ruler, but it's some fucking calculus and whatever yeah, that things. shit um you know i'm I, this ain't my forte. Uh, so, yeah, I'm always open to be better educated, but I, deep, I'm, I'm going to quote Charles Barkley. Even when I'm wrong, I'm right. <laughs> like I, I don't. It's not my forte. I'm not an expert. I can't cross all the T's and dot all the I's, but I know what my spider sense is tingling. No, I'm not. I know what I know. What my gut? I know what I what I feel. And I know my feeling ain't, 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 ain't wrong. I might not get all the details. But I know what the fuck I'm I'm
1: right. And, And my thing with this is I know enough not to know that I don't know enough is what I'm trying to say with this. I know all the positive. When we speak on Lincoln, I know all the things that have been said in the positive and then in the negative. And there's a big valley in there. And why I keep referring to Tim is because Tim studied that valley and he has his own. So we need a we need the guy. We need a guy. We need to get Tim on. And I don't want to talk about this. I'd rather not talk about this anymore because it's coming from two people that clearly are admitting that we don't know all the facts on this. And I have some. Well, I will
0: say this based on what he don't know and what I don't know and what he know and what I know, I know better than him. No. You yeah, I, I do.
1: No, I do. Don't. No, you just pointed fingers and went back and forth. Nah, fuck that. No, I, know, I
0: know I'm more right than you. I know I'm more right than
1: you. There's no, there's no such thing as more right when you don't know.
0: I, what I'm saying is, we both don't know, but we both know. But what I know is, I'm more right than terms no, you're, of what your you your know. Your
1: feelings are stronger than mine.
0: Nah, fuck feelings. Yeah, yeah
1: that's what it is. It's feelings because you don't know. I do know. You just a minute, you don't know, and now you know more. I just know I know more.
0: You don't. Um, what I didn't know. Uh, watching this, when uh, this is one of those when I the reason why I said this is the all star of I hate white people, because what I didn't know was uh, when the one museum I forget where it was, uh, it was a slave museum. It's where they slave museum about slavery. I didn't know that they they had shackles for three year olds. When they showed the shackles, and they said when the slaves were brought in as they were getting ready to be prepped for the auction block. And they show the shackles that they put adults in. But then they had like little baby shackles for little three, four-year-old ankles. If that's not the most evil shit ever. I don't think that's the most evil shit.
1: I'm going to be honest. I don't think it's the most evil shit because they have shackles apparently for people that get shot 60 times and they're dead and they still have shackles for them. Okay, I hear you. I hear you, but... I, I understand what you're saying, but that was... Uh, they're, they're babies, man. They're babies, but I'm just... I, how do you kill someone? I, I don't care what the dude did. They shot him that many times, and then they put... He was obviously dead, and then they put handcuffs on the dude. I got you. I got you. I, I think that's even more evil, but you're right. The, this is a little baby has... Well, I, I, and
0: I don't I don't mean to sound dismissive, but the the, the brother... Well, do you know his name? Shot 60 times... nine ninety shot 60... Yeah, I do. I have it in here. But okay, I just, it, go ahead. The, again, I, I know this is gonna sound to some people a little fucked up, but this is the reality. His troubles are over. Yeah, that baby's is just beginning. Yeah, but he's over. He. Some will even say for the religious fanatics, "Hey, he in a better place." That baby is three years old with shackles, and unless slavery was gonna be abolished in two weeks. That life's just beginning. He's he's going
1: to get some new shackles in a little while. Yeah.
0: And he's probably going to die a slave. The reason I brought up what I
1: brought up is, though, I don't want to forget that these despicable things still keep happening and, and not put it just to a time long ago. Because that's what I hear a lot of people do is that they say, and I'm going to be honest about who we're going to say puts that on there. White people, a lot of times, uncomfortable with the situation when they're talking about it, will say, well, that was a long time ago, and it wasn't a long time ago. It just happened the other day.
0: Right. So that- And that, well, to me, the deeper part is, you, you go, it just happened the other day. Okay, it just happened the other day.
1: But it's been happening. Yeah, but I'm saying it just happened the other day, right. as in, don't 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 think that this is something that happened a long time ago. Yes, it's been happening all the way through, and also- yesterday.
2: Yeah. Uh
0: <clears throat> my last thing and I I I this I had it earlier in my notes but we ended we up jumped around. Yeah. Uh Donald Trump is such a fucking idiot. When he told that Andrew Jackson thing and then brother Jeffrey Robinson said, "Well, I forget how he said it, but there's a lot something here. There's a lot to unpack here. He didn't say that, but he said something sarcastic and the audience laughed because immediately he pointed out without saying it, this guy's a fucking idiot, man. And I just go, you know, and we've discussed this when we discuss Trump, not to try to make it seem like all Trump supporters are fucked up people because some of them might have voted for him simply because they believed in his policies. They believed in what he believed in. I'm just going, when you know this man, based on what he says and what you see, is a fucking idiot, how do you stand behind idiocy? Stupid is as stupid does. This guy's a fucking idiot. So if you support him, you're an idiot too. The
1: reason some of them still support him is because some of the policies on the business side prove to work where we're watching Biden fail.
0: Okay, well, I guess then. I,
1: I, that, that, that's one thing. But when you you have to decide. Uh, what uh, on your core of I can't have that man as a president because he's he's bad for our our inner like our, who we are as people but he's great
0: for my business so that's he's great the, for my right, bottom line right but who we are he's a bad representation of So if you're a businessman and this is how you eat you feed your family you pay your bills you survive the business takes precedent over the moral compass
1: it's not i don't think it's i don't think it can i I think that's how you lose a country because the moral compass is just as important as the financial but i got to say this though too if you were also and i and i see this a lot when i when i'm looking at articles and when i'm looking at who they are and there is a lot of black people who have found financial success in those last 20 years and they don't want to be uh, denied the ability to continue to become financially successful and help others in their community as well. So are they? Are are we willing to give a little of a of a bad? I don't want to say that that way. Are, are we willing to give a little bit of a negative to to receive some positive that you think can overall help more? I, I'm I'm. That's not a justification. I don't know the answer to that. I'm saying are some people in it that way because I see a lot more people moving towards. Well, I would rather have these policies than uh, this inflation that we're going to get. Where people and, and I'm I'm just telling you this right now, and I don't mean this to scare anybody, but food prices are going to go up continually every month now, for till we see some really exorbitant prices. When you're going to be paying uh, 30 dollars for a pound for steak, you're going to pay seven, anywhere from fifteen to twenty dollars for chicken. Is it, I mean, this is this is where we're going. So, is there a balance? But I just have to say this. The choices that we have, for, this is the best we can do? Is this really the best we can do? Is this the best representation of everything that America is supposed to be? The, these last elections, this is the best we can do? Told me to cut you off, man, but we have to take a break. It's nothing personal. It's just business.
0: Let me, let me ask you this. Since we're both stockmen... Uh, I recently saw a clip of Farrakhan warning us: "Start the the, the stock market's about to crash." He goes, "This this is, this coming crash is going to make what looked like happened in the nineteen twenties laughable." The market is going to crash. Are you nervous?
1: I'm nervous only because there's signs. Uh, oh shit! When you look at at where we are. This uh, the pandemic caused everyone to do, (coughs) and leaders around the world to do the same thing: keep people at home, pay, print money, support the economy. And once that, as this goes away, we're going to be into this high inflation because this. What I I forgot what it was? We printed more money in the last twenty years, uh, in, in the last oh, in the last year or the through COVID than we did in the previous 100 years before that or something like that, something ridiculous amount like that. (laughs) So we're gonna have all this paper money that's not really tied to anything in in finance other than our economy. And as our economy starts to get in trouble and all the other major economies in the world have done the same thing as they get in trouble, do we fall back into not a recession, but a depression? Can we fall that far backwards? I don't know. I don't know if we're able to keep us out of that. I don't. That's why I said it's not trying to be scary, but there's things that are going to happen. These uh, raises that people have gotten recently, they think that that's good, but uh, I don't think it's going to keep up with the recession that everybody's about to go through. At worst, at, at, right. I mean, at best, we're going to have a recession, and so all our all these finances, we're going to find ourselves trying to catch up. I don't put this all on Biden. Uh, this was going to happen no matter what because they had we had to take care of people who we couldn't. Move. We couldn't make money. I I don't know what's going to happen. I really don't know what's going to happen. But I just don't feel like if these are our best choices. I don't think we have really we haven't done a good job of cultivating uh, great politicians that could be better for our country.
0: Bring back Obama. Bring back Obama. Bring back Obama.
1: Uh, There's going to have to. They'd have to change the laws.
0: White people can change whatever they want. White people can change whatever they want. (laughs) I'd love to run a third time. I uh, think I could do well for this country. Uh, my dick is like a dick that you miss. Uh, smooth, easy going. My presidency and my dick was like Kenny G. Smooth, easy listening.
1: Why Why do you think Obama would even want that job again? Uh, Michelle would not want him to have that job again. Yeah. Didn't want him to have it the first time. Why would she want him to have it this time? I wouldn't, I, you know. This is this is an undertaking. He already he already pulled us out of a. a, 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 a if, he, if he if he could run again, would you vote for him? Who is he running against? Who else is there? Whoever. I mean, po- politically, and and the way that he got us out of the last mess that we were in with the housing bubble, I think he's more equipped than anybody else I know who's going to come up. Mm-mm. I don't know who else would. I don't. I don't know who else right. would know how to do a better job. We were in a state. George Bush let uh, let him know that you know he was taking on a challenge that Bush didn't know if he was going to be. If Bush would have won, I don't think he knew what he, he didn't know what he was going to do. Not Bush, yeah. but uh, if, if if the uh, Republican side would have won, they wouldn't know what to do. Mm. I don't know how we we get through this. I, I I this new this is a new one, and you know maybe the world rises to the occasion and we figure this out together but look at what's going on right now people don't understand this war in Ukraine uh, with Russia they think it's it's okay it's not affecting them but w- Ukraine provides a lot of food all over the all over the world that was their that's like their big export so we're gonna be we're gonna have food shortages all over the world we already have uh, baby formula shortages here. We have people. We, in our present state, have to have other countries supporting us for uh, baby formula. So we are. We're seeing the beginnings of it. This isn't the end of it. This is the beginning of it. Well, as long as pussy is edible, I ain't never gonna have a food shortage. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I don't think the cat. I don't think the caloric intake is what you're gonna need to get through the day, though. Man, there's botanicals in that pussy, <laughs> nigga. All right. You ready to end this? Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, we got to get Tim on, though. I, w- I w- We've got to do a straight-up Lincoln one.
0: I-, I We didn't really we to get- have to be more than Lincoln because just Lincoln ain't going to fill Oh, no yeah, out.
1: I-, I think it could. With, really? He, yeah, with oh. what he wants to talk about, I think it could. Um, also, uh, check out this documentary. I, w- I don't think we did the best job of, of telling you everything that was in this. It was exceptional. I watched yeah, it. Yeah, it really was. I, I watched it, and-, and when you get this, like I said, you're really getting, it, it's it's a personal perspective. And if you don't have any heart whatsoever, uh, you won't get anything out of this. But if you have any heart and understand how someone who's going through this and is relaying these things to you, I don't know how you can't take notice of this uh, documentary. It's one of the better. It was
0: called what? What was it called? Uh, it's a, who We Are. Who We Are. Or Where We Are. You know, who you know are. what was the one that, I, I'm get, I don't want to get it confused with the one from Ava Duvet that we watched about the Central Park Five. How they see us. That yep. was how they see us. This is Who We Are, uh, a chronicle of racism in America. On Netflix. I'm telling you, it's fucking phenomenal. Uh, white people, I have sounding the alarm. Uh, you must see this. So that way you don't think, damn, Aries is sounding like he hates white people. I don't hate you. But when you watch this, you'll go, oh, okay. Uh, it,
1: it, it, it will really take you to a place that I think... Uh, from a personal level, if you're not affected by it, um, good for you. Then you know, <laughs>
0: good for you. Uh, robe up. Um, yeah, uh, <laughs> you know, and like I, I say, you know, with the women, uh, put the titty signal in the air. Meet me on the roof, like Commissioner Gordon. I am putting the UGG boots signal in the air. White people, meet us on the roof. That's white women. What's a good, what's a good white guy thing? Something white guys. What's associated with white guys? Um, I would say penny loafers with no socks, but you just put penny loafers in the air—a signal of penny loafers. Um. Oh, like square dance music. No, no, but it's got to be like a bat signal. It's got to be a thing. They have that, a have a visual. The, effect. The visual, so white people know. Oh my God, we're being summoned on the roof. All of us at once a skull and crossbones Nah that, That's not nah, That's piratey That's piratey See that's why I said Ugg boots But that's women White guys don't wear Ugg boots Oh I got it uh, G-string flip-flops That Only white guys wear that Niggas wear flip-flops That cover the foot Dude I don't white think guys... You're getting out enough man Dude I'm telling you White guys wear the, Those sandals where the string Go in between the I mic-toe. know but I see A lot of black dudes Wear those Those aren't black guys so not Real niggas don't wear G-string flip-flops
1: I'm going to start carrying a little piece of paper That says "Airy says you're not a black dude And start handing it to those, to I'm, those telling, I'm telling
0: you and Walk it, away I, I guarantee you You will never see a real black man knuckle with G-string You know why? Because that's why We're not putting anything in between anything That to us is womanly like Dude, I'm telling you You've seen real black guys Real black guys Yeah they yeah. didn't have on choker necklaces. They no. didn't have on khaki shorts. No, the hair was 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 uh, was kept right. I've seen
1: them with jeans and walking down the street with with the toes in between the little the hey. string in between yeah. the toes. Nah, yo, and they're not as comfortable, by the way, either as the regular flip. Of course not, because you got a fucking thing in your crack. But they stay on your feet well because your toe, your two toes, control it. Right. All right. You want, you want some dates? Go ahead. You're listening to this, hopefully, on the 20th of uh, July. And uh, on the 21st, we're going to be at the Blue Room Comedy Club in Springfield, Missouri. Uh, followed by the 28th through the 30th, we're going to be at Comedy Zone in Charlotte, North Carolina. You're not going to do a Jordan thing for that?
0: Oh, shit. Scotty. <clears throat> um. Hey, put that shit down, Jordan. Can we get a picture? No. <laughs> <laughs> On uh, August
1: fourth, uh, I'll be at Mike Drop Comedy uh, uh, Comedy Club in San Diego, and then the fifth through the seventh, Aries and I will be together at Mike Drop Comedy Club in San Diego. Followed by the eleventh through the fourteenth, uh, we'll both be at the Chicago Improv, and then eighteenth through the 20th, the twentieth of August, we're going to be at Stress Factory in
0: Bridgeport. Connecticut. Have you ever seen a black guy on the beach wearing speedos? Like European beaches, yeah. European
1: in Europe, like when you see him, like in your, or, or the Bahamas and shit like that. You've seen black? I've never seen a black man in speedos. Uh, uh, on in that's what they wear. Those are European stuff. It's probably European, uh, European or uh, from. I don't know if I see like
0: American black. Yeah, dudes wearing. I'm trying to tell you, black dudes wear very specific about our bodies and what we wear like little panty panty bathing suits. That's dudes, white guys. Well, what if your junk wrapped all the way around your waist and you were just trying to show that, that little. <laughs> all right. You put that visual in my head. Um, all right. This is... We got a cartoon coming from Aries soon. Yeah. It's good. Oh uh, yeah. It's going to be called the Avengers of Aries dick. Dude, let me tell you something. Last night, yesterday, me and Andy went to P.F. Chang's. Full as a motherfucker. And I had to do a little bit of running around before we went back to the rooms because I, I had to get some toiletries. I had to get a some pair of headphones. But usually when I eat and I'm full, yo, it's butt naked time. I don't want to move. But I made the mistake of moving. So at one point I'm in the car and I'm just like, dude, my dick has to be exposed to air. <laughs> Stop laughing. He goes, I could just see you laying butt naked on that white bed and your dick just goes, ah. <laughs> Felt like a cutaway to a family guy moment. It was, it was. And I said, yeah, I'm going to come up with, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start making a cartoon called The Adventures of Aries Dick. It was the, it was a visual I didn't want, but uh, he put it in my head when he did it, so. Oh, goodness. Um, uh, It was funny though. I think you should do the cartoon. I think I will. All right, from Oluwa Bambari. Uh, Luke King Promo. Um, <clears throat> I think his Instagram is at L-U-K-I-N-G. Oh, shit. Louis about to act up. L-U-K-I-N-G. I haven't even eaten today. Official. O-F-F-I-C-I-A-L. Email is Lou King, L-U-K-I-N-G, music21 at gmail.com. Uh, shit, I think that's it. I don't know what the f- song is called, but
2: uh enjoy. You really not fucking with gang, I'm still in a car, like what you won't do. The girl in your dreams on me, you her and a friend, some chill with the crew. It's going down and now it's going down Never do lack, I get it regardless. I eat, taking your trick to the back. I'm cracking the back. She only hit you for weed. Got everything that I need. I'm everything that I dreamt that I thought I would be. Niggas be talking that shit, but none of that shit really mean nothing to me. Ooh, she got me, I'm in a loop. Same me, ain't really nothing new. Hit my ops and they gotta regroup, but I sped off right through with the coup. And you know that talk is cheap, and I really don't talk for free. And she shaking right back up on me. Really not fucking with gang I'm still in the car Like what you won't do The girl of your dreams On me and her and her friends Come chill with the crew. Cool. It's going down tonight It's going on Forget about me, I'm so underrated. Yeah, she wanna be the yellow body, the maybe girl, work that shit, work that shit. Then you pick it up and then you twerk that shit. And I love it how you make it look simple. I'm number one, but I work like it's two. On me up my money, I'm making it triple. Ooh, ooh, she dummy, me, I'm hitting a loop. See me, ain't really nothing new. Hit my ops and they gotta regroup. Well, I scored off right through with the coup. And you know that talk is cheap. And I really don't talk for free. And she's shaking right back up on me. You really not. Fun.
1: Thanks for listening to the Spears and Steinberg Podcast. If you'd like to know who's responsible for this shit, well, it was hosted by Ari Spears and Andy Steinberg, produced by Steve Merrick and Anthony Holmes, executive producer, Big Papa, Robert Kelly, and Matt Klein for the Laugh Button Podcast. For more information on where to find us on the internet, visit www.spearsbergpod.com. But just
0: cause you say it with conviction, it don't mean shit to me!
2: What do you think you're being kind of hard on the guy?
0: You go fuck yourself, convict!